0: If Addison Ray was talking to us right now, what would you say to her?
1: Ooh, I don't know. I feel like definitely Maya would have some words for her.
0: Hi, I'm Rachel Hampton. And I'm Madison Malone Kircher. You're listening to IcyMI. In case you missed it, Slate's podcast about internet culture.
2: And uh, speaking of the internet, Madison, um, did I just see that you accidentally? tweeted something that was supposed to be a reply.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know how to use Twitter. Please listen to this internet culture podcast. Yeah, I did, okay? It was a mistake. I thought I was replying to someone and instead I just contextless tweeted. No.
2: Um, yeah, welcome to ICYMI where at least one of us understands how Twitter works. But today we're not gonna be talking about Twitter for like once in our lives. We're gonna be talking about the latest controversy on a different platform tiktok so addison ray easterling is a white tiktok star who has a whopping 79 million followers um a burgeoning pop career and a starring role in a forthcoming reboot of she's all that because clearly we cannot make a movie that is not a superhero movie or a reboot in 2021
0: no lies Last... detected <laughs>
2: Last week she um, performed the dance to Cardi B's up, which is the current number 1 song in the country and an absolute banger if you haven't heard it.
3: If it's up then it's up then it's up then it's tough. If it's up then it's up then it's up then it's
2: she performed this dance on the tonight show with Jimmy Fallon.
1: Addison, I'm so happy to have you on the show here in studio. We appreciate it. Thank you so much for for for, for doing this and thank you for teaching me the TikTok dances. I tried. I mean <laughs>
2: But the thing is, it's not actually her dance. Its true creators are two Black Texas teenagers who were just sitting in class when they learned one of TikTok's very biggest stars had gone viral with something that they had created.
0: In the segment, Jimmy Fallon is standing on stage holding giant cue cards uh, with the names of various TikTok dances written on them, while his house band, The Roots, plays covers of each dance's corresponding songs. And when each song plays, Addison begins a new dance, including the Up dance. If you are having deja vu hearing this, that's because this quite literally has happened before. A little over a year ago, TikTok's actual biggest star, because believe it or not, having how many followers did you say she had? Uh, 79 million. Having 79 million followers does not make you the most followed person on the platform. Charlie D'Amelio, TikTok's biggest star, came under fire for popularizing the renegade dance without ever crediting its true creator, a black Atlanta teenager named Jalea Harmon. Okay. Jalea only got credit after an online uproar, which is exactly what's happening now to Maya Johnson and Chris Cotter, the two kids behind the up Updance. So much of the
2: backlash kind of started when the side-by-side video started going around Twitter.
0: I don't know if you've seen the side-by-side video, I have Madison. seen the side-by-side video. If you, listener, have not seen the side-by-side video, we will put it in the show notes because we're going to do our best to describe it, but honestly... You got to see it.
2: So on the right side, you see Addison Ray with Jimmy Fallon kind of bopping off stage, doing what Jimmy Fallon does, um, doing this dance. And then on the left, you see Maya and Chris doing this dance with um, significantly more talent, energy, commitment, any number of synonyms here that just describe the fact that they're doing this dance so much better than her. Um, the side-by-side was created by a Twitter user whose handle is at Kara underscore Janelle. And can I just say that you've you've done a public service?
0: Kara, we thank you. Also, <laughs> Kara's video has been viewed 16 million times, but obviously the way the internet works, everybody steals everything, which is yes. why we're here today, frankly. So, like, so many people have seen this, this comparison video at this point. So the
2: side-by-side has been getting compared to Bring It On, um, an absolute classic of the early aughts, which... If you, like Madison, haven't actually seen...
0: I've seen parts of it, and we can watch it together when we're both vaccinated.
2: (laughs) Can't wait. But the general plot is that these white cheerleaders are gaining championship titles by stealing the routines of black cheerleaders.
3: Guys, like, every time we get some, here y'all come trying to steal it, putting some blonde hair on it, and calling it something different.
2: But today... We actually have Maya and Chris talking to us about the experience of watching your work go viral without you. I am so excited. Same. I mean, it's really one of culture's oldest stories playing out on one of its newest frontiers. And y'all are actually going to get to hear it straight from the source.
0: So the Updance is all over TikTok. You honestly cannot scroll through your For You page without seeing somebody dancing to it.
2: And we're talking with the dance's creators today, Maya Johnson and Chris Cotter.
0: Hi. Hello.
2: Thank you so much for joining us. We're so excited that you're here.
3: (laughs) You're welcome. Thank you for
0: having us. Could you start by telling us a little bit about yourselves?
3: Yes, my name is Maya. I'm 15 years old. I was born in Texas, and I am a freshman in the ninth grade. I'm an influencer, and I do run track.
1: Yes, that's a little bit about me. I'm Chris Cotter. I'm 13 years old. I was also born in Texas, um, in Houston, Texas, actually. I'm in eighth grade, and I play baseball.
2: Um, so how did you guys create the dance? Like, when did you choreograph? How long did it take? Just kind of take us through the process of... How you came to create this extremely viral dance
3: yes so we first made this dance about a month and a half ago and we just knew that we were gonna link the next day so we were sitting in our rooms on facetime and we we're big fans of cardi b so and her song up was popping at the time so we're like hey we should totally like first we got which part of the song we we're gonna use and we just like we like the beat and everything so me and chris came up with our own dance moves and we put them together And we created that one dance and then we linked up in downtown Houston and we just made it happen.
1: I came up with this first part because I think we could like hit all the first four beats like doing one, two, three, four.
2: The one, two, three, four being this kind of punch right, left forward, punch right, left down.
1: Yeah. And then we both just, like, kind of did our own thing from there. And then once we came back to each other with our own things, we kind of just combined them together, and we saw how they worked with each other. And then we also, I think the hardest part about it was probably the two beats where, like, we had to, like, jump and touch because it was like, yeah.
0: The jump and touch being the part where you jump from the ground, bring your knees up to your chest, and touch your elbows to your knees. I, I like, broke an ankle just describing that. (laughs) When did you notice the challenge was starting to go viral on TikTok?
3: Um, I feel like we've gotten a lot of people to reshare our posts. When we first posted it, we posted it on all platforms. I know Cardi B has reshared our challenge twice on her story on Instagram, Mm -hmm. and she reposted it on her TikTok, so that has helped a lot. And then I just think, like, our challenge is really good. Everybody wants to do it. It's people that's younger, even adults, I'm like, teachers. Everybody's doing our challenge. It's just crazy.
1: What was it like seeing Cardi repost it? Oh, we were excited. I remember I was laying in my bed, and Maya had FaceTime me, and she was like, Chris, 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 Cardi, you just reposted our video on Instagram. And I was like, no way. So then I went to go check it out. And then she actually did ended up reposting us on Instagram. And all I was talking about it to all of my friends. She was talking about it to all her friends. And it was just like everyone was excited and it was crazy.
0: So obviously your dance challenge blew up this week for a totally different reason aside from it just being excellent. When did you first find out about Addison Ray performing your dance on The Tonight Show with Jimmy
3: Fallon? I found out because I forgot how long, maybe two days ago, I don't know, maybe the exact day that she performed, people were tagging me on my Instagram, like, dang, my your challenge is really, really that big, like, it's on TV, people are tagging me in it, I'm like, wow, so, my first response was like, dang, like, that's crazy, like, I'm happy, and, like, I'm like, she's really doing all the moves, you know, that we came up with, but then, when you sit down and think about it, it's like, everybody's time is going to come, I started to like feel like it should have been our time to do that. And even the other dances that she has performed, that we should have went up and performed our own dance. I just felt like for us, that would have been our time, you know, to shine and all, all the other dances too. I'm pretty sure that the creators of those dances would have wanted the same.
1: I was actually in school and I remember Maya had sent me a post and it was like the main post that everyone was talking about. And it was like, whenever they put my, me and Maya's video, next to um, the video of Addison actually doing the dance. And I saw it and I looked at the comments and like, I was just like amazed that she went on national television and actually did our dance. And then it was like, I felt also bad at the same time because she was getting a lot of backlash. And Mm -hmm. I feel as if like, she shouldn't have got that much backlash because I feel like it'd be hard to just credit somebody like in the middle of a show. So it was like, I was happy. But at the same time, I didn't want one. I didn't want me and Maya to be going up while she was getting brought down.
2: It's not just about the credit, though. I mean, obviously it's about right. credit in terms of like Addison. It would have been hard, I guess, for Jimmy Fallon to have. I don't I mean, I don't know. It's a
0: national television it wouldn't have show. Been they could have like, so figured being it out. Very polite. It would not <laughs> have been hard for Jimmy Fallon to give credit to you two, the choreographers.
3: Not only that, but Addison, she's a big, she plays a big role on TikTok. A lot of people look up to her. And of course, people know who created the Up Challenge. I mean, like, Party D's reposted today it. It's going crazy.
2: I mean, I think what a lot of people who aren't on TikTok don't understand is that it also translates to, like, money, right? Like, partnerships right. and sponsorships. And so, I mean, we can't really talk about the kind of dynamics of this happening without talking about the racial dynamics on TikTok where, which are the racial dynamics of America, where black creators are creating like amazing content that goes viral with like a largely white face. And so I'm curious as to how y'all feel about that, having A, been on TikTok for like years at this point, kind of seeing this cycle go every few years and now like being at the center of it.
3: Me and Chris, we've always witnessed and we've always seen people such as our friends. Even Jaleia, the girl that made the Renegade, we mm-hmm. personally knew her before she's she blew up. Before We knew her before Renegade. So we've seen the whole her credits getting stolen. And we we felt so bad, like, hoping that never happens to us, you know? So mm-hmm. it's crazy. But then on top of that, it's like a lot of people that are not my race— They like to, you know, take our, you know, stuff and water it down. But it's like, why not give credits to the people who made the dance? And that even leads to such things as opportunities, just like Addison. She's got that big opportunity when I feel like that, you know, that just could have been us.
1: I definitely feel like it's like much easier for um, the beauty standard, which is like really sad that people have set the beauty standard to be um, Caucasian um blonde hair, blue eyes, whatever it might be. And they go out here and they steal content from hardworking um, black creators like me and Maya. And they just completely what what people like to call whitewash it. I remember whenever we saw Jalea um, and we saw her create the Renegade and then we saw it come viral on TikTok, Charlie D'Amelio, Addison Ray, all these other people, they got famous for that dance, basically Um, because everybody thought it was, like, their dance, because they did it all the time, never tagged Jalea. And we just felt, like, really, really bad for her. And then whenever she finally got that um, moment, whenever she flew out to L.A., collabed with people, was performing everywhere, got on the Ellen show, got verified, gained followers. We were so, like, happy. We were so relieved for her. And that was actually about a year ago now. And I remember the entire time that everything was, like, happening, we were just, like, praying that it didn't happen to us. And now it's, like, actually happening to us.
2: I mean, this keeps happening on TikTok specifically. I mean, it's happened for centuries in America, but TikTok specifically, do you think that there's something that the platform could be doing to make this better? Or I've noticed, I guess, since the kind of renegade Jalaya controversy happened, more people are crediting dance creators than they did a year ago. And like that kind of change is happening or no. Okay. I
1: do have something to say. Yeah. So... It's crazy that people did not, they never ever gave credit to any type of dancers until that whole entire thing happened and they started mm-hmm. receiving backlash for it. Then, same thing here with the Jimmy Fallon show. Nobody ever gave credit until everyone, Jimmy Fallon, Addison Ray, started receiving backlash for it. And then they go ahead and decide to give credit when it should have been done in the first place.
2: Kind of speaking of the backlash, and they're now giving credit, have you heard from Jimmy Fallon or from Addison in kind of light of everything that's happened over the past week?
3: So myself, I haven't heard from Addison, but I've known that she has contacted Chris. But I know the show, they just um, DM me probably at 2-something today. So yeah, they want us to be on the show. Yes, finally getting somewhere. yeah. Me and Chris to fly out there. So we're going to see how that goes. We're just now getting in contact.
1: Yeah. Um, Addison, actually, after the entire thing, she actually ended up following me on TikTok, which was, like, really strange. Like, I was like, you took my dance, and now you're following me. I was like, I mean, I guess. And then she didn't follow Maya. And then I was like, that's really weird. So it was like, you know, she followed me, and she contacted me, and she wants to actually link up with me and Maya and like do a collab and like group dance and all of that stuff. And then same thing, what, what Maya was saying, um, the found Show did DM us, so yeah. I'm
3: curious how you two became friends. We both were big dub Smash influ- influencers. And so we got Instagram and we DM each other. We were like, hey, like, you know, y'all were both such good dancers. We started becoming friends.
1: So I, I posted on my story um, that I was at Chick-fil-A, actually. And she was like, oh, I live right by that Chick-fil-A. And I was like, wow, really? Like, we should link up sometime.
3: Yeah, which is crazy. So we really did meet each other through online. And then we did our first we, first LinkedIn person at the outlet mall. Mm-hmm. When people seen that we posted a video together, they were like, oh, my God, like, Chris and Maya just really linked up and did dance. Ever since that, we've always, we always do link-ups now.
1: It's been like a monthly thing kind of or like a bi-monthly thing because, yeah, we just like everybody thinks that we dance really, really good together and that we just go together. So we have ended up looking up a lot of times now. What
0: do your friends think about your online fame?
3: It's crazy. So a lot of them, they don't really look at me as like famous but other people like when i go to track meets or i'm going to the mall a lot of people come up to me and say hey can we take pictures and i went to six flags and it was so many people that wanted to take pictures with me it was crazy
1: i've been friends with all of my friends before i was an influencer but like it was cool for them because they got to watch me grow my platform more and more and more over the year and then people come up to me and say oh are you chris from instagram um, do you want to take a picture do you want to take a video
0: when you say growing your platform, because that sounds like such a like, internet-y, professional term. Is that something you two are thinking about?
1: Yes. So whenever you like grow your platform, a lot of things you can do is you can link up with other people that have platforms. And y'all can go up together. You can just like work on dances. Dancing definitely gets your platform up. That's what me and Maya have been doing. And that's what got our platform up in the first place.
0: Earlier you brought up the side-by-side video, and I'm I'm curious, how do you think Addison did with your choreography?
1: She completely changed up like what she what we did, and like yeah. she just started doing her own little thing, and it was just like, mm, I don't know about that.
0: If Addison Ray was talking to us right now, what would you say to her?
1: Ooh, I don't know. I feel like definitely Maya would have some words for her, but Ooh. I <laughs> I personally, since like she follows me and stuff like that now, I'd probably just like um, I probably just like talk to her and ask her like when she wanted to like go to LA and like link up and dance and stuff like that. But I definitely feel like Maya would not really have the same attitude.
3: I feel like my attitude would be the same even if she does if she was to follow me or wasn't to follow me. I still want to let her know how I feel about it just because I, I feel like we made the dance. So I would just, you know, tell her no no bad blood, you know? Just, you know, tell her straight up how I feel and then call it that. And then I wouldn't I wouldn't mind making a dance with her, you know. It's not that I don't like her. I like her. I love her Addison. I watch her TikToks. So I follow her on TikTok. So yeah, I've been, you know, supporting her.
2: Yeah. Does it make it hard? I guess when things like this happen, when like I mean, Addison Rae has like what seventy eight million followers on TikTok. Like when someone who's so big on the platform, does it make you kind of like hesitate about how you react to something like this?
1: We handle it the same way we'd handle it for anybody. Yeah, it doesn't. Followers don't intimidate us
3: Mm, at all. I just would tell him, you know, hey, I hope you know we made that. This conversation
0: was so much fun. I'm so glad we were able to talk to you. Yes, Mm. fame.
3: You're welcome. Thank you for having me and giving me this opportunity. And I had so much fun talking to
1: you guys. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm so glad that I had the, the chance to get to speak with you guys.
2: So I just have to say, I just had Whitney's greatest love of all playing in my head just throughout this interview like I believe the children are the future we don't even need to <laughs> teach them
0: just let them lead the way honestly <laughs> I'm excited to see them on Fallon
2: oh same if they're not on Fallon we're booking a flight to LA and we are personally fighting Jimmy Fallon in a studio parking lot Jimmy
0: Fallon we're gonna hold you to this And that's the show. We'll be back in your feed on Wednesday. So definitely subscribe. It's free and the best way to make sure you never miss an episode. And please leave us a rating and a review in Apple Podcasts and maybe even tell a friend. It really helps us to find new listeners. In the meantime, if there is a viral video you just can't get out of your head.
2: A random little bit of internet history that you've thought about every night for the past two years.
0: Or you simply want to know why everyone on Twitter is talking about Kyle Chandler?
2: Bitch, that's, that's Coach Taylor.
0: Drop us a note at ICYMI <laughs> at Slate.com or find us on Twitter at the hashtag ICYMIpod.
2: ICYMI is produced by Daniel Schrader. Our supervising producer is Derek John. Forrest Wickman is Slate's culture editor and Gabe Roth is editorial director of audio. See you online. Or
0: not.